0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: I like loud music. I was smoked. I drank. And, um... Oh, a bit of leg spin, you know? That was sort of me.
2: That was the unmistakable Aussie twang of Mr. Shane Warne, a man who has the rare accolade of being the most talented person to ever play his sport. Vote him! How about that? <laughs> Absolutely
3: brilliant from Shane Warne.
2: And also. It's biggest shagger. Shines with this one,
3: shines with that one, shines with this one,
2: shines with that one. And no prizes for guessing which of those we're talking about today. To have the Barmy Army for six hours a day, not just ten minutes singing Where's Your Misses Gone. Pretty good song. My name is Jack Rivlin and I'm the founder of The Upshot. The podcast covering drunken antics, dressing room squabbles and everything else BBC Sport won't touch with a barge pole.
1: No sleep, too much alcohol and... A few friends were around. It was a pretty good <laughs> night. And I'm
2: joined, as always, by Mr. Zachary Sweeney Lynch. Hello, Jake. And peering at us over his pile of well-thumbed copies of FHM, it's Mickey Down. Hello. Hi, Mickey. Hi. You, uh, you boys got any memories of Shane Warne? I remember he got very thin.
1: Did he? Well, he was really fat, and he got. Yeah, in. yeah. We, I had a joke about it in an industry my TV show on HBO uh, Sundays
0: um,
1: coming to your screen. Uh, yeah, we had a joke about him. We were saying that he, he, someone was describing someone as overweight, and he was described as a pre-Hurley Shane Warne. Yeah. <laughs> he got really f- thin and fit for, when he met for Liz Hurley. I, I guess he met Liz Hurley, and Liz Hurley was like, "I, I love you, I fancy you," and he was like. But do you? Because he got thin really quickly within about ninety days of yeah. meeting her, and like I guess to match her. So she said, "I love you," and he thought he
3: should get
2: get, get really get thin to well. like match Not, her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and I, he also got really white teeth. Do you remember? Yeah, that, which, was that period. That's just what celebs yeah. do now, isn't it? Have you but He that?
1: was he was like you know he was Shane Warne, and then he became like yeah yeah a guy who was really thin and going out with Elizabeth Hurley. That's what happens when you hang out with celebs every week. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Although, as you guys will learn from this
2: story. He's basically done that every week of his life since he was about 20. And his weight has really fluctuated (laughs) Um, a lot. We'll get into that. Shane Warne was the only celebrity who's ever died where I felt a pang of genuine sadness every time I think about it. I was really distraught because, I mean, I love cricket, but for me, he's a a character who transcends his sport. Um, So, yeah, there's a bit of niceness about him. And Mm. in such
1: odd circumstances as well. Are we going to go into that or is uh, that what no. no. <laughs> no. like, speculating so, yeah, on? Yeah, that's the COVID jab. jab. The, up, the upshot after dark.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he did have the Pfizer jab. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's got a bit of the Diego Maradona, like you were saying about him being like both the best at his sport and also an absolute nutter mm. which i can't i can't really think of many other comparable people apart from maradona really but it's
1: it's, it's a kind of uh, an old school thing now i mean i feel like in the sort of modern era to be really good at your sport you have to kind of be focused on it. Yeah. And fitness and, and fitness, your media yeah. trained and so on. And I, it's cricket, the, cricket and golf. The last two sports, we can actually be like yeah, out of shape as well. Golf's, and be good. golf's kind of lost that surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do I think-
3: watched, do you watch darts recently? I mean, is it a sport yeah. question for another time? Maybe <laughs> I think
2: uh-huh. no, he belongs to that category with Gaza would be another one. Although there's a lot more sadness in that story, obviously.
1: Uh, George Best, is again. Is there more sadness in that story? Uh, One is dead. No, Gazza
2: story Ga- story. Warren's life, I think, is, it's a fun story. It was, it was a fun uh, which story. Which is why I feel really comfortable doing this pod, you know, like, we're celebrating that. Are the lawyers comfortable? <laughs> I mean, actually, you can't libel the dead. Or <laughs> well, the legal team, i Shot short, tell But, you know, Gaza's story is really fun for a bit, and then really sad. Same with George Best, uh, Maradona, kind of the same too. But there's, what they've all got in common is that, like, childlike thing, where they just, they just have fun. I mean, Warren has a line in his autobiography very near the end when he retires and he just says, wow, that was fun. And that's quite a good epitaph. Anyway, let's get into it. I'm going to begin our story exactly 30 years ago uh, in the long, hot British summer of 1993. And Shane Warne arrives in international cricket in England. He played a few games for Australia. He'd played in England the year a couple of years before for some clubs in Yorkshire where he'd been branded rubbish by the locals and he'd gained 20 kilos in one summer because he'd just been putting away
1: 20 kilos Yeah, 20
2: kilos he put on. He you know there's this thing in club cricket, it used to be a big thing where they would all put money in to get a pro to come and play for that club. So this is like a conference division football team paying to get like a a, a pro who plays in Another country to come and play a season for them—it's kind of unimaginable in football. And Warney came and did this in Yorkshire, and yeah, he gets really fat. Mainly, mainly, twenty he's kilos just... is
1: insane. Though. That's like a like a yeah. fifteen-year-old boy just jumping in your back. Yeah, it's like, it. like we're rowing the Atlantic, yeah. and we need to get this one. <laughs> right. Maybe it's pounds. Didn't he do a,
2: He did a he did
3: a <laughs> in, in uh, Bristol as well, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he did <laughs> a sit in Bristol. There's a really—I was actually going to save this for later, but there's a really funny letter. Well, it's actually a really nice letter that a guy wrote into the Times when Warne died. This is a letter from Nigel Brislington, which is a suburb of Bristol. Dear Sir, Shane Warne played for Imperial Cricket Club in Bristol when he was 18, sleeping in the pavilion at night and helping out as a groundsman. One day he was checking the boundary and passing our house, which adjoins the ground, when he noticed my wife digging out a new garden pond. Offering to help, he jumped over the fence and spent the rest of the day helping her to complete the excavation. He told her it was his ambition one day to play for Australia. We are now in the wake of his sad death, considering calling our garden pond the Shane Warne Memorial Pond. Nigel, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, and I hate to break this to you, mate, Warney nobbed your missus. <laughs> it's a clear cut case. <laughs> So that's what was going on in Shane Warne's year when he put on 20 kilos. I mean, apparently he was just yeah, boozing, eating and shagging Shanging, Nigel's wife. Digging out ponds, yeah. Uh, digging out ponds. And anyway, so Shane arrives in England in 1993. He's this unknown quantity. No one really rates him. And the England fans are taunting him for being tubby and having an earring. And he steps up with his first ball in Ashes cricket ever and bowls out England's Mike Gatting with what's later called the Ball of the Century. It's an incredible ball. And instantly, he becomes a Um, megastar. You know, he dominates in cricket from then on. But, you know, unusually for cricket, he becomes this kind of MTV, Michael Jordan, you know, Nike advert celebrity, which is unheard of. I mean, previously... Cricketers are sort of scotch egg munching blokes cramming beer bellies into Ford Cortinas. Cricket's (laughs) never had this mega global sort of American style. He did all that
1: as well, but it was just Australian.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did all that and was the mega star. (laughs) He can still eat the scotch eggs. Uh, But he's just like this massive breath of fresh air and Nike are all over him. They give him a million dollar ad deal. He's mates with Michael Jordan. I mean, it's hard to appreciate now from this vantage point how much of a sort of star and sex symbol he was. There's a vote among Australian women of who you would most like to sleep with. He wins it. What's the competition? Who, yeah, though. I was going
3: to say who was a, who else was, who up, was, up, who was uh, on the uh, list.
2: You got Toadfish from Neighbours, Doctor <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> <Dr>. Carl <laughs> Kennedy, <laughs> Lou from Neighbours, uh, uh, Jason Donovan's probably in that, isn't he? Kylie Minogue's husband. Is that Kylie yeah. Minogue's husband? Well, do you remember? Uh, do I mean Kylie? Yeah, Jason Donovan's that um, Australian yeah, Jason, singer. Yeah. And here's another real '90s one for you. Shane is training one day with Australia, preparing for a big test match, and um, a press officer comes in to the changing room and says, Shane, there's a, there's a lady here who wants to meet you. And it's Anna Kournikova, 90s heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Probably had a few copies of FHM with her in it, Mickey. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Married to Enrique Iglesias? Is yeah, that that? that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and yeah.
1: didn't he... Is it Enrique Iglesias, Enrique Iglesias? No, no, sorry. Julio. No, Julio Iglesias is Enrique Iglesias' father. Yeah. But I remember they had like a really weird neggy courtship because she, they had a first date and then she went on the record saying like, he made fun of the spots around my mouth and then they got married. Like, yeah, Enrique, yeah, really? Enrique did, yeah. And Julio Iglesias fathered a child at 90. He? <laughs> <laughs> but he was a half-thorn, wasn't he? Julio or Enrique, both, both. both, both. Yeah. both. I
2: always find it funny that Enrique Iglesias's name in English is just Henry Church. <laughs> it sounds like such an exotic name. <laughs> anyway, Anna Kornikova was, for a while in the 90s, like the yeah. hot pin-up sports star. And one day she said the training, she said, I, I want to meet Warnie. That's a Russian accent. And, uh, <laughs> and so there are these pictures, there's a picture of her meeting Warnie wow, at yeah. the ground. And they have like a long chat and I love this coverage from the Australian press. They say they describe her as dressed in a skimpy black number closer in dimensions to a postage stamp than a dress. (laughs) Real judgmental tabloid bastards. Um, And Warren's loving it, obviously, but his teammates are actually a bit fucked off because he's becoming this megastar. He does an ad campaign with Michael Jordan. He's, you know, Anna Kornikova is coming to meet him and they're still very much living the old cricket life. And, you know, the mega quickly brings the obvious benefits. Warn shags Ridley Scott's girlfriend in the lose at Russell Crowe's wedding.
1: That is incredible. <laughs> that is an incredible <laughs> I mean, story.
2: Yeah, That's a pop story, actually, I learned. But, I mean, he's married at the same time. Please he- go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually all I know about it, but he's married. Warren's married at 22. Russell Crowe's girlfriend. Oh, really, sorry. So Ridley, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott's S- girlfriend. So Ridley Scott, who directs Gladiator yeah. around the same time.
3: And was Ridley Scott at the wedding as well? Must have been. Must have been.
2: Is Ridley well, Scott
1: Australian? No, he's English.
2: Right. But obviously Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe so. Australian. But this is the, these are the sort of circles he's mixing in. Actually, Russell Crowe probably did quite well in that poll. Um, Warney is all this time married to the long-suffering Simone. He does the classic sportsman thing, gets married about age 20, and settles down. And, and puts her through hell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Proceeds to cheat yeah. on her weekly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, we'll come back to this at the end. I'm sure how much you can blame him. It's, it's never acceptable, but he's, he's suddenly catapulted into this like A list world. He's on tour all the time. She's at home. You know, he goes, he's, he gets invited to model on the catwalk with Claudia Schiffer and Helena Christensen, who are A list supermodels. Yeah. There's actually a really good bit in his book where he's describing going out on the catwalk. And just before they go in from the changing room, he he's looking at Claudia Schiffer and he goes, the next thing I knew she had all her clothes off, tits out. And I just thought, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: there with his beer belly. <laughs>
2: yeah. Here we go again, Morty.
1: Morty, what, in What kind of shape was he in at this point? Was he still 20 kilos overweight? Warney is, when he bursts onto the scene, is in pretty good shape. Yeah, And... The scene being after the 20 kilos. After the yeah, after shed, Nigel's wife. He shed, shed yeah, the 20 kilos again. He
2: yo-yos through his career and we'll, we'll come on very shortly to... He's got a, a Ricky to, Hatton thing going we're, on. We're, we're currently in a thin stage. We okay. are about to exit that stage, yeah. Elvis Presley style. He's hanging out with Claudia Schiffer. And by the way, there's no suggestion that they slept together, but he saw he saw a tit. Um, and Warren goes on a massive shagging spree, as you could. And amazingly, it's about six years before there's any tabloid kiss and tells about him, which given it's the 90s is quite impressive. But eventually one drops in the late 90s, courtesy of porn star Kelly Handley, who's an Australian porn star. I've, I've had a quick Google. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> so I presume, I presume we're talking... Change the name. Yeah, well, I think it's pre... Witness protection. Pre-internet, po- pre wire. Yeah. Pre DVD, it's VHS, 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 VHS here, report. Betamax. Yeah, so I, I ordered a video, but it's been held up at customs. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been seized.
3: <laughs> um, purely research purposes. Yeah, purely right? research purposes.
2: <laughs> journalistic. Anyway, Kelly um, does a kiss and tell with the tabloids that shatters his world. She gives him a zero point five out of ten in bed. It's so terrible. That's like he, he couldn't even get in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know where I was. <laughs> Didn't know his name. Yeah. It's a running theme actually for Warnie's Kiss and Tells. He doesn't get great reviews. There's like a lot of enthusiasm, but...
1: Yeah. Tripadvisor. It's like, I, you know, I saw the reviews. I thought this was going to be a great joint, but at the end of the day, it's Shane Warne. <laughs> 0.5. <laughs> and to be fair,
2: she probably should have seen what was coming because he leaves a voicemail on her phone, which she leaks to the press. And it's it's him, um, I think he might have his cock in his hand when he's, when he's leaving this voicemail. He goes, I'm just watching a dirty movie. This girl's getting bent over. Mm, she's actually <laughs> getting bent over the desk. It's very good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that that's incriminating, obviously, and the tabloids pile in. And it's the first of, I've counted, I've been back through the archives, it's, uh, there are at least eight stories involving sexting or voicemails for Warney. And so I think that arguably makes him the pioneer of the medium because mm. texting becomes a thing in the mid-90s.
1: Leaving voice yeah. mails as well. Not These aren't voice notes. Yeah. This is like, leave your message after the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my clock in my hand. <laughs> mm.
3: Mm. Don't they always say that the uh, the porn industry is what drives forward technological yeah. advancements? Like the the, uh, the internet and... Now, now these these you kind know, of like chess, AI yeah. deep fake kind of things it's those things then, you
1: know when Oculus Rift came out there's you no know, VR goggles yeah you are yeah. walking in on you someone you had, had a spin on I, yeah I've I had, had a look the porn, <laughs> the, porn, the, the porn gogs yeah I, mean, I actually haven't done it I think it. it's probably one, one of the most embarrassing ways you could be caught wanking with <laughs> uh, big goggles on just yeah like, like pretending to hold something in front your of you your whole family you. is yeah. there I was
2: wondering this with Liz earlier. Like, how many years off are we that prostitutes are replaced by AI? And there's like,
1: you know I Thinking about something. Yeah, how many years off are we uh, prostitutes <laughs> replaced by AI? Well, I was in bed with my just, friend just and wife. <laughs> <laughs> these are the things that you're thinking about just before bed.
2: One person who probably wishes those existed was uh, Simone, Warney's wife, though, because she's she's just living through these these uh the sex thing dramas. Also, well, I was thinking. Is, was sexting a thing there? Was it like MSN? AOL mm.
1: chat. So when people used to like, on like a Nokia 3310, people used to like, make a picture of a dick. Like, yeah, with, with like brackets. Comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. yeah two brackets with a, with a full stop in front of tits. <laughs> yeah. I don't think people were wanking to that. Though.
3: It was actually Shane Warne who invented that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Writing the
2: word boobies right. on the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> Around this time, Shane piles on the pounds I mean it's a tale as old as time right you get superstardom and you eat a lot I think, is that a tale, old that a tale as now, old that's as a time normally you kick heroin and then you eat a lot yeah and it, so the, Pete, the Pete Dog you. yeah surely yeah, not yeah. when
3: you become an elite sportsman yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. then you, then you, what, hit, then you yeah. hit the pies <laughs> either way there's a
2: few theories about why Warney gets so big but in the mid to late 90s he starts piling on the pounds they go on a tour of India and he gets deli belly, food poisoning. He, he feels really sick. So next time he goes, a crate arrives with 1900 cans of baked beans and it's stamped <laughs> on the sign, Shane Warne, India. And he lives <laughs> off that. He brings his own toasty maker one year and he's, I mean, 19, he's
3: sorry, 19 tons of baked beans. No, 1900 cans. 1900 cans. How 19 many tons? tons. I can't remember how many tons it is. I 90, think that's one and a half tons. 1900 can. How long is he in India for?
2: Well, back in those days, a tour would be sort of three months, but... So 1900, so what's that? Well, you've got, got like, 90 days, that. three meals a day, 270. So yeah, it's... it's a lot of baby. It's like sort of six cans. Six cans a day. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not eating anything else.
3: Yeah. His
2: gut. Yeah. He also, during this tour, gets caught... Pouring vodka into his Gatorade bottle and just drinking it on the field, and this is elite sport, right? This is someone who's the best in the world at what they do, and he's just boozing. On what the year was this? Late '90s, sort of '97, '98. So
1: every other sport, people were acting quite similarly. Mm. at this point. There was no professionalism in sports. Yeah, at I mean, Jermaine Pennant is scoring hat tricks off the back of a hangover.
2: Footballers being drunk from the night before is probably still quite a common thing.
3: Yeah, this is still this is still. Arsenal 90s era yeah. of the uh, Tuesday club when they were Pornos going out uh, literally boozing yucks. three times a week and doing sacking the taxi day. on yeah. the way to
2: training. Yeah, so um, I guess it's pretty normal preparation. yeah But I mean, he's not living healthily and he he eats crap. I mean, his captain at the time says, Shane Warne's idea of a balanced diet is a cheeseburger in each hand. It's a bit from <laughs> Warney's um, book where he's like, I don't even understand how I got fat because I'm not even into food. And then he says, I reckon eating, sitting in a restaurant's a waste of time. Same as cooking. Eat, go, party. I'm all about atmosphere and vibe. I like hot chips, pasta, pizza, white bread cheese sandwiches, and apples. I was like, well, that's why you're <laughs> yeah, so why, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't
3: there? Wasn't there a story of, um, was it Michael Vaughan, the England captain, going round to... Shane Warren's house on Christmas day mm. I think he's in, in Australia for some reason and uh, Shane invites him around for Christmas dinner and his mum's like cooked a lovely whatever turkey whatever they have in Australia barbie. a barbie maybe <laughs> and, um, <shrimp. laughs> and they're all eating their, eating their Christmas dinner and um, Shane warns eating a lasagna sandwich. <laughs> Two slices <laughs> of white white bread with a lasagna in the middle. Apparently he
2: butters them on the outside as well. As
1: well. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That was, I
2: think that was one of his like staple meals was a lasagna sandwich. Lasagna sandwich. It's <laughs> just horrendous. But, I mean he's he's getting big. You can see how yeah, see how he put 20 kilos on in one summer. But you know, all the time this is happening, he's still the best player in the world, and he's still this guy who's totally changed cricket because he's got this theater on the pitch where he's getting in the batsman's heads he's sledging where he's like really insulting them but in quite comic fashion and he's just this wizard with the ball he makes cricket so watchable and then as the turn of the millennium approaches it all starts to fall apart a little bit Warney's paid 200 grand by Nicorette to give up smoking because he's a sort of 20 a day smoker on top of everything else he does it, he gets the money, and then about 30 days later, he's in New Zealand on a cricket tour. Two teenagers catch him smoking and take a picture, and he beats the teenagers up, as he do, gets in a fight with them, and the story gets out anyway, so he loses his money from Nicorette. He's recorded insulting a teammate on the pitch and gets dropped for the first time ever.
3: On the smoking thing, I watched the, watched the short Shane Warne documentary, and there was a story from uh, when he joined the Cricket Australia Academy. And apparently on his his first day, he goes into the office of whoever's the the chief of that. And the first thing he says is, you got an ashtray. (laughs) And the guy says, you know, if I ever catch you smoking, you're out. And he never catches him smoking. <laughs>
1: but have you got an <laughs> How far was he into the um, the Nicorette contract?
2: I think they said a year or something, and he did about 30 days. So not at all for- He never gave okay. up. Did he get anything pro rata? Because that's got me worth 10 grand. <laughs> to spend on my core fees for being up a teenager. <laughs> and he's recorded on the field by a sort of microphone on the pitch, insulting a fan. So Australia arrived for the 1999 World Cup in England, and he's being written off, everyone says he's, you know, he's finished and he dominates. He's the player of the tournament. Australia win the World Cup and Warn thinks, right, I'm back. But unfortunately, becoming a big name in England, particularly when you play for an opposition team, is catnip to the tabloids and they just pile him with kiss and tell stories. And frankly, it's it's not too hard. I mean, Warn's own autobiography, the Reference in the index to sex scandals has 10 different references. (laughs) Nothing else in the index has as many page references as sex scandals. And uh, he gets caught leaving these voicemails to a nurse called Donna Wright. He calls, he rings her, it's pretty similar to the other one, rings her and he says, I'm picturing the wine all over us. Both our mouths together, our tongues together, the wine just dripping all over each other. I really, really need to speak to you. I'll try <laughs> you again. Call me back. <laughs> I love how it's got that, that mix of like, you know, when your mum leaves your voicemail. man, she's like, hi, oh, yeah, it's 4.37 <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are? Picturing, you're
3: picturing you with, yeah. with got, your dinner in your mouth.
2: <laughs> got my cock in my hand. <laughs> the wine. The like, I think they met in a bar. Okay. And yeah. There was some wine they're, there. They drank some wine together. And he's got a fantasy of them sort of drinking wine. Warren is hanging out with his mum, lying low from all the press coverage. He just wants a break from it all. But he's got the next World Cup coming up and he's overweight from all the lasagna sandwiches and baked bean cans. And his mum says, uh, I got the perfect thing. I've, uh, I've got these pills that I got from you know Dr. Kennedy and they're, <laughs> you know, they're diet pills. And he's got this double chin he really wants to get rid of. She's like, just take these, you'll be, you'll be golden. So Warne is taking these diet pills. Um, what he hadn't thought about is the fact that you have to provide a urine sample before the World Cup and he fails a drugs test because the diet pills are banned which means he's banned from the World Cup and Dick Pound who's the Ted
3: <laughs> <laughs> really? yeah. Dick Pound sir Dick Pound, Wait, we're, just- don't, we're not just going to gloss over he's- that are <laughs> <he's-> we <laughs> <laughs> Dick, Dick his Pound. Name is, is, Dick I, actually, Pound is. Actually,
2: that might be confusing the VHSs that I ordered with Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dick Dick Pound, surely his name is not Dick Pound. Yeah, Dick Pound Dick is Pound. the head of the World Anti Doping Organization. <laughs> and it, I think he's still a going concern in athletics. I think he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, he's quite well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a bit of respect yeah, exactly. for Mr. Pound. Pound. Dick Pound. <laughs>
0: Dick,
2: <laughs> Dick Pound, normative determinism. <laughs> um, anyway, he describes Shane as
1: having. There That's he taking a picture there of there Dick is. Pound. Not how a picture him. Well, how did you picture him like oiled up yeah. shaved head yeah, yeah. Like
2: Chippendale <laughs> yeah Dick Pound oh Richard William Duncan Pound better known as Dick Pound why well, would you change your
1: name to Dick This <laughs> is <laughs> the first time that anyone would called you Dick but now you know that doesn't work for yeah, me R- that one Ricky. what were his yeah, parents yeah, yeah.
3: thinking Rick. when they called him yeah. Richard, <laughs> Richard Pound what did they Richard. think was going to happen Richard. <laughs>
2: Canadian swimming champion
3: lawyer and spokesman for ethics
2: and high standards Longest serving member of the IOC. He looks like a perfectly (laughs) perfectly, (laughs) charming bloke. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he described Shane as having an IQ lower than room temperature, which is a real fucking (laughs) flop in the face. That's very funny as well. (laughs) It's good. It's good. From an anti-doping official.
1: So (laughs) what was in the, um, what was in the, the pills? speed or something
2: no well it's a diet pill which
3: means it's an anti-diuretic so okay. does that mean you don't sweat or you don't piss it's to their diuretics are like to clear out You they're used for covering up other doping things uh, I think, masking right agents right? Masking oh so agent. maybe it's a
2: pro-diuretic anyway yeah. it's banned yeah and it's not worth it for getting rid of a double chin Warren never really understands why it's such a big deal but they ban him for a year and he never plays one day cricket again for australia but that's a bit sporting for us um <laughs> Anyway, it means that Warren can just focus on test cricket. He's, we're now talking, he's probably late 20s, early 30s. We're in the sort of uh, later stage of his career. And he decides, I'm going to move to England because I, I want money, basically. And you do, at this stage, make more money in England because you can go and do these summers there. You can um, I don't know, do a bit of punditry gigs. So he moves to Hampshire. And he says to his wife, look, come and join me. I'm here every year. Let's make a new life in England.
1: He says to his wife, please come with me. I mean, yeah. presumably, yes. <laughs> well, no,
2: because he's going on these summer tours. Okay, fine, you know, yeah. you he's now month- moving
1: to England. Well, like, goes, Do he, you want to
2: come? He's doing three months here and he says, let's make this our permanent base. Okay, yeah. So, and his wife's like, oh, I'm not really sure. I'm pretty settled in Australia. I don't want to move. Um, but Warney, you know, he works on her. He persuades her. And eventually she's like, all right, I'll come. When you go to England for the 2005 Ashes... You get there, get there a bit early, get settled in, I'll come join you. So Warney heads out,
1: presumably up to his usual antics. She's aware of all this, right? Well,
2: she's forgiven him like three times. Yeah. So yeah. The multitude
1: she's... of kiss and tell stories yeah. coming out during the yeah. World Cup. Yeah, she's yeah. not she's not bothered. She's probably sort of seven sexting scandals deep yeah. at this point. So out of the ten. Yeah, out, out of the, the 10. ten that we know about, and that, that are well documented in his autobiography. <laughs> so I mean she she knows,
2: but she, for whatever reason, she turns a blind eye. But she he moves to England. And she, you know, she has a leaving do in Australia. She takes the kids out of school. They say goodbye to all their neighbours. Their neighbours? Yeah, their (laughs) neighbours. And she she leaves Ramsey Street forever. (laughs) And she boards a flight to the UK. It's a long flight from Australia, right? You got changed to Singapore. Get there, you're knackered. the longest flight you can do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And she she gets off the plane. And you know, you know, when you're by a plane, they have those like complimentary newspapers. There's like a stand of them. As she walks off the plane, there's just a stack of copies of The Sun, and it the front page is Horny Warney has his Wicked way. <laughs> there's the wow. front page actually for your guys' benefit. It's actually becomes the first of five kiss and tells that are published that summer about Warren. He's summer, taunted wow. by the England fans. Can't be that was on the front page as well, well. the, the ashes. front page.
1: I guess so. But yeah. Was
3: this also the Sun trying to throw a bit of disharmony into the Australia camp before the Ashes, do you reckon? Possibly.
2: There's one, they do another one for him where Australia lose that day and they out him and it's good day, mate. Like, have a good day, Shane. But it's weird because that summer starts with England fans taunting him being like, where's your wife, Warney? Because Simone just packs up and goes straight back. With the kids. Yeah, with really? the kids. Wow. I think she does two days in the... Doesn't even leave she the airport. Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then goes straight back and, and Warney obviously stays and plays. He actually dominates. It's like one of his best performances ever.
1: So this is, this is a theme, though. Like This is the 1999 World Cup again as well. Mm. Like He gets called out. Everyone thinks he's yeah. shit and he dominates. Yeah, and his wife, he, he
2: fucks over his wife and then dominates on, on the field. You're right. There's a really good one where one of the kiss and tells the girl claims that he tries to persuade her to seduce his wife for a threesome because it will save his marriage. <laughs> that is strong.
3: Give it a go. What is the logic?
2: Um, and then, and then there's, there's an amazing one. Uh, where the news of the world pay these two women and plant hidden cameras and he has a threesome oh, with wow. them and Warney's filmed in he's wearing Y fronts with the Playboy bunny logo on the front it's holding an inflatable cock for some reason
3: how did they how did they get these pictures hidden it's camera is, it's, so it's, with it, the girls in on it yeah it's complete oh, okay. stitch up oh wow well. which obviously we
2: don't but it's
1: seriously mid-naughties look there as well Who shame? Oh, yeah
2: yeah, well, the playboy the bunny. Yeah, the beads
1: around his neck, the, yeah. the sort of yeah. the spiky yeah. hair. T-
2: to his credit, and also look at the TV, it's really not... Looks like
3: he's in Blink-182. <laughs> 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 he does. <laughs> um, to his credit, he describes
2: the what happened, the backstory in his autobiography. He says, I was in the middle of a match between Hampshire and Middlesex, about nine o'clock, text pinged through. And the text reads, you should be here with me, which is very eager. Immediately following on from the text, she, an old friend currently, sent me a picture of her kissing a girlfriend. They were in London. I was in Southampton. I text back saying, I'll be there in an hour. Uh, so Warren says he grabs a bottle of vodka and two bottles of champagne and hits the road. At the Brian Nick's point, they got out a massive inflatable sex toy, which I think is that giant inflatable Penis yeah, The that's sort of thing s- you have
1: in head now, yeah, right? sex know, sex a head se- night That's not going in <laughs> <Yeah>. anything <laughs> sex- I'm <laughs> starting to understand the 0. 0.5 out of 10 yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the room temperature IQ <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: These are <laughs> like
1: actual toys But you said that, that, that one of them was his friend
2: <laughs> Yeah I think by Warren's definition of friend is Someone that you pay for sex <laughs> yeah, A man or someone I've had yeah. sex with Yeah Largely. Um, But he says they, they pull out a, suddenly they just pull a bed out of the wall and he ends with, well, we just went for it. Anyway, the whole thing's recorded and it ends up in another edition of the tabloids. I think at this point, to be honest, he's single. So he's kind of settling into just enjoying it. Um, He does really well in that series. He returns to Australia and he retires soon after as the greatest bowler ever with 700 wickets. And, Around this time, Simone decides, I'm going to give this guy one more go because he's changed. So he moves back in with the wife, with Simone. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't last long. Simone pops out to the shops one day and uh, Warren tries to get his mistress around and texts her saying, hey, beautiful, I'm just talking to the kids. The back door's open, come round. Unfortunately, he accidentally sends the text to Simone, his wife.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, Sean. Dear, dear,
2: Come dear, on. sure.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she dumps him. Will for, you ever learn? Yeah, she dumps him for good. And... That's it. Yeah, that is it. But they remain friends. But,
1: you know... For the sort of friends he usually has. Them. Yeah. <laughs> he just said what the def- his definition yeah. of a friend is. Yeah, yeah. Not that type of friend yeah. for warning, But I,
2: I actually think they remain on pretty good terms. It seems that way. Because the thing about Shane Warner is just a very likable, friendly childish guy. Also, think,
1: it kind not be a surprise. We just talked about the fact that he had like 18 kiss and tell stories. He, she knew what he was up to. So,
2: yeah, it's cruel. It's, I mean, yeah, the newspaper horrible. landing in London, start a new life and seeing that in the paper is very cruel. Anyway, he whitens his teeth. The Shang keeps coming. <laughs> and this is when he meets the lovely Liz Hurley, who, you know, again, another 90s heartthrob. I'd say her and Anna Cornikova quite similar era.
1: Yeah, similar era. I mean, she, what, she she became to prominence with Hugh Grant and then really Oscar Powers was the one that really oh, cemented yeah. her as as all that <laughs> all that is that a film yeah, title yeah I mean <laughs> she's um, all that and she just has I mean she she just has not aged as well yeah she's oh still yeah. Looks she looks really yeah she looks incredible doesn't yeah incredible much like Jay Moore yeah is she an actress you'd like to work with? Yeah, I'd love to. I don't, think, I don't know if she still acts or ever did. <laughs> you're not seeing Bedazzled? I love Bedazzled. Yeah. Love Bedazzled. She's not sure she's acting in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, they go out for a couple
2: of years, her and Morty, and they get engaged. They get engaged, I'm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, mental. Um, but, and, and this is really weird. He, the engagement is broken off because he tries to cheat on her with Michelle Moan. Oh what, the Baroness, yeah. like the COVID uh, person. Yeah. That is really wow. odd. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, he God,
3: what career path for her.
2: She,
1: and what, what do you mean tries yes. to? So okay, we we know Michelle Mo. Baroness Moan is the one who's accused of somehow cheating the allegedly stealing hundreds of millions from the taxpayer for Extreme. COVID stuff.
2: Yeah, for PP Allegedly. Yeah, I don't PPE. know if there's any allegedly. proof to that. I just yeah. like to get that in yeah. we're not making any structural yeah, by the way. <laughs> 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 um but uh, yeah, Warnie Warnie send, he like gets to know me he like gets, gets on the gets, phone leaves voicemail. So, well, he sends her a text saying, "I'd like to see you riding me," uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is just so freezing.
3: <laughs> Wait, so we've got Michelle Moan and Dick Pound in this, yeah. <laughs> in this podcast. Amazing. This this isn't just
1: I know where this is going. This podcast <laughs> it's gone there. And Kelly has This is where the doorbell like, like, rings. <laughs> This is unsolicited. I or think... It, uh, no, I think there have been some flirting. She just gets her number from somewhere. We'd never met, but I'd like to see you ride. I'd mate. like to see you. <laughs> so, who is Di this? Michelle? Did
2: Baroness Moan
1: taking <laughs> so care of the House of Lords?
3: <laughs> you got any hospital gowns? i also
1: While you're here, I am on a ventilator.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they get intro by a friend, I think there's some flirting, and then he just overcooks it. In fact, Here's a quote from her because she talks to the press. Michelle Moan does. Michelle, this is Michelle Moan. This is post the Hurley relationship breaking up. She said, I did feel the odd text from him was a bit too explicit. But finally, after all that buildup, we met in a hotel suite. He chain smoked about 35 cigarettes and I hate smoking. And after about, about an hour, he got restless. Can we go to the bedroom? He asked. It was a bit much for me.
1: So, I'm, I mean, that's quite impressive that she's talked in that much detail about it. Well,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it's
3: been, yeah, I guess. i Was mean, that another 0. 0.5 rating.
2: Yeah, yeah, it sounds Yeah, exactly. it sounds that, yeah that
1: makes me so, uh, what we said is correct. It doesn't actually make it to the bet. Yeah, well, yeah. normally,
2: sh- I think Michelle Moon's a, a rare one where he doesn't actually complete, but, you know, she's a bit busy fucking <laughs> British <a> taxpayer. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly,
1: allegedly. Allegedly.
2: Anyway, this is an era where, yeah, warns, he gets really into Tinder do you want to hear an oh, excerpt from it or are you just oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. No, <I> <laughs> Can't work th- out it's becoming a bit draining hearing. He, uh, here's, a, here's his Tinder message. Hello, stranger. How are you? Hope you're all awesome your way and you're killing it. I'm in the need of some naughty fun. Want to play? <laughs> Is he playing any cricket at this point? No, he's retired. Okay, he's a yeah. pundit, sort of traveling the world, whitening his
1: teeth, shagging. Yeah, I think him and losing Liz- weight
2: than gaming it. Yeah, yo-yo way. I think him and Liz Hurley genuinely have like a meaningful relationship, but then I he, think so. Then he tries to get Baroness Moan in because Baroness Moan's like an underwear she, yeah entrepreneur. Was she a Baroness at this point? I don't know why I'm calling her Bar- baroness, baroness Moan. Lady Moan, have have some. Surely he could be Moan. if he's a
3: baroness. Surely he could be Lord Warren then again. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> Yeah. We only deal with lords on this. On yeah, this yeah we're all, lords all the, and all the yeah. today. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, so I mean, at this point, he does the natural thing. Goes on, I'm a celeb. In fact, here's a good clip of him.
1: Oh no, come this on! This is him
2: me. being forced to put his head in a in a bowl full of rats. With I think there's a python in there.
1: A little warning, Shane. Yeah, you're just in with those rats for a long period of time. They may see you as being food.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my god. <laughs>
2: So that's just the sound of Shane Warne being bitten in the face by a python. <laughs> we know this podcast has a sad end because Shane Warne died last year. Um, but, you know, despite the really, really sad fact of losing someone that young, who was an amazing pundit as well, I loved hearing him on TV, It still kind of brought up a lot of fun stories. And, you know, even fans went to his statue in Melbourne and left cheese sandwiches and cigarettes and cans of beer underneath his statue. So it was all, like, quite fitting tributes. And everything's quite tasteful until this week a new series is being released on Channel 9 in Australia, which is a dramatised version of Warnie's life. I've got the trailer here.
1: There has never been. I was the golden boy touched, gold, and never will be. You think my life was all glitz and glamour? Think again. Another one. Like him. Soon I'm 9. That looks alright.
2: <laughs> it actually looks pretty good. Yeah. I think it's considered by the family to be a bit soon.
3: They weren't on board with it.
2: Uh, well, I think, I mean, you know, when you're Dad dies. You don't want yeah. Channel 9 knocking out a two-part Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> child drama about it. There's only two parts. Surely, yeah, they, two could, part surely they
3: could they could drag that well, out into a
2: <laughs> three, four hours, isn't
3: it? Yeah. Sure. You think you could get a, I mean, Mickey, you could tell us. Yeah, probably you eight you eight drag, that yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> drag that out. I drag that out. You have podcast out. <laughs> out. <laughs> uh,
2: amazingly, the, the two actors playing Shane and his wife were hospitalized during a sex scene as well. One of them broke his wrist. Wow. Wow! wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <And> I just don't know, but he ended up in hospital with a broken wrist from the wow. sex scene. Possibly, an inf- a giant inflatable cock fell on him.
1: <laughs> going method,
0: yeah. yeah, on
2: pure method. <laughs> I mean, that's Shane's story, and it's been told by Channel Nine in the miniseries, But what what do you guys make of him on the sort of wrong and scale?
3: I mean, I think he he just seems like a hilarious character to me. I mean, all of the the kiss and towers and cheating on his wife is. It's not cool, really, is it? Um, Did you say cool or cruel? It's, it's, it's <laughs> not oh, it's cool. cool. It's, it's not cruel. It's not cruel. It's, it's not cruel. cruel. It's not cruel. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I don't know. He he. He doesn't seem he, malicious. He seems no. He seems just sort of like a a guy who. It seems like he's a teenager who's been thrust into this position of being an incredible sports person <laughs> and is suddenly hanging out with loads of celebrities and women who want to shag him basically yeah uh which is i don't know he, he he probably could have been a bit more sensitive and mature about that but he kind of seems like someone who just lives in the moment and i think for that reason it's kind of difficult to hate him Unless you're his wife
2: <laughs> yeah. i actually don't think she does no, yeah yeah. yeah i don't think he i don't seems like think
3: he's a wrong and I'd, no. I'd go i think he's the least wrong and that we've touched on so far i'd go 4.5.
1: The thing is, the difference I would say is that only because of the obviously he's passed away, but he was a lot older than Jermaine Pennant and, mm. and Nicholas Bender. And Nicholas Bender, we've suggested, had time to reflect upon his bad behaviour. Jermaine Pennant seems pretty sanguine about the whole thing. And Shane Warne is no longer with us, but we're still behaving pretty badly <laughs> up to the end. But <laughs> well, he was single. He was yeah. single. He and was he's single. written two books where he's like, you know, deeply regretful about the hurt he's caused. Yeah, probably. I don't find him to be a wronger at all, really. Yeah. I'd say I'd say in the wrong in me he's about you know if we said Jermaine Pennant was a 6 and Nicholas Bennett was a what 6.5 probably I'd say he's probably a 5.5
2: yeah I'd go lower if I think really he's were. actually and you know everyone says he's a really decent guy
1: I guess he's just not that decent what are we too. talking <laughs> about then
2: <man? laughs> yeah, we need someone really horrible <laughs> next <so>. Jay <MJ?
1: laughs> <laughs> Mr. Simpson was acquitted <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to
1: get out of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think my take on Shane Warren would be the same. He's a he's a good good guy, he's a Shagger. We don't quite know how to judge Shaggers yet on this podcast, but You don't know whether to venerate them or yeah, it's it's a bit of both, isn't it? because <laughs> uh, it's certainly providing us with material. And on that note, we've been discussing Shane Warren. It's been an absolute pleasure. Zach, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. And Mickey, thank you very much. Thank you. See you
0: next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus.